Hello and welcome to Clamp, the Creating, Living, and Making podcast. I'm your host, Morley Kurt, and joining me as always are the marvelous Mr. Adam Mackey. Hello. And the great Grant Alexander, or as his close friends call him, the great Alexander. Ah, <laughs> hello. Grant, before we dive in, I have a question for you. All right. So, as our listeners may know, during the course of an episode, you like to have a, an adult beverage or two. Oh, yeah, or or more, yeah. <laughs> and I never see you, like, get up during the course of an episode. So my question is, are you drinking these cans? Are you just getting them really cold beforehand and then just hoping they'll stay cold? Or do you have, like, are you really you, balling out and you have a mini yeah, fridge? Yeah, you, miss, in your you miss this part. Yeah, I have a mini fridge I know. directly beside my desk. <laughs> oh, boy, you are living. <laughs> yeah, and that's the mini fridge that takes uh, three... Uh, Three two fours of tall cans. Nice. So that to, is... to fill it to its almost maximum capacity. You can take another like twelve uh, small cans after that. That's goals. Yeah. So when you hear that like real big squeak before the can opening, that's great leaning down into the fridge. <laughs> You're very sly about it because I never noticed the like the shift. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with that, Grant, what is in your clamps this week? Well, I was a guest on the Because We Make podcast, um, and that was very exciting, and we had a great conversation, and uh, and then at the end, their audio uh, kind of screwed up, so I sound a little bit like a robot. Um, I spent a couple hours... A little bit. Yeah. I spent a couple hours uh, helping them out, editing it, so that uh, it, it was like at least my voice lined up with what they were saying. Um, because otherwise it was like everything got like slowed down at random amounts, mm-hmm. um, which was really annoying. I was thinking yeah, it was kind so of weird. like slightly sped up Darth Vader in a tin can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got messed it, up. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but, uh, it definitely was something wrong with their like software that was recording it because my track was longer and it was so like a, a lot longer by like, if I had to, anyways. I'd cut a bunch out and speed up the uh, stuff, uh, speed up the audio to make it sort of work. And it still sounded not perfect. Um, <laughs> the other thing I did is I fixed the lock on my car. So I don't know, like a year, maybe around a year ago, my uh, the battery died on my wife's uh, car to open the things. And she was just using the key in the lock part. And uh, she, that, it turned and broke the the lock so you couldn't use the key anymore and i finally i ordered the parts like a year ago and i looked online to see how how like how to do it and all the videos were like three part 30 minute videos i was like 30 minutes like and it's a three-parter like an hour and a half to do this <laughs> thing and i was like i'll do it like I'll eventually i'll do it i'll watch this silly video whatever so finally i was like i'm gonna do it today I, I got on YouTube and I, I, I scrolled past all the really long ones and I found one that was seven minutes long and I went over it perfectly. I watched it at two times. It was great. So I only had to waste four minutes of my life. Uh, I did the entire thing in 15 minutes, like real time. And I just went, if I did this in 15 minutes and I'd never done it before, why were these three-part 30-minute videos happening? Like what were they doing in you these make videos? make a shorter video. It sounds like there's a demand for this. 
Right. But there already was. There's the seven minute <laughs> one. But even the seven minute one, Make it he, liter- he literally shows you doing it wrong and then says, and can't do it. And then he says, and now I'll put her in a vice. I'm like, you could have skipped that entire part where you were like <laughs> trying to hold on to it and do all the, and put all the springs together. Anyways, I was just like, come on, guys. Anyways. Wait, real quick, real quick, Grant, because you didn't give us a chance to respond. I just want to say your uh, episode with Because of Me Ache was really good. I really enjoyed it. And um, mm. the sound quality thing that happened, it didn't really affect the listenability of it. Like, oh. it was clear that, like, oh, clearly something happened, but everything's lined up, so it's fine. I usually listen to podcasts yeah. out of my phone speaker anyway. Really? <laughs> so, like, yeah, well, yeah, because I'll, I'll listen to them while I'm like, like working on a project on my workbench. Like sometimes I'll use headphones. A lot of times it's while I'm biking. Long story short, the audio quality isn't usually my main uh, factor when I'm listening to a Fair. podcast. Well, yeah, I mainly listen in the car. Thank you very much. I'm I'm sorry I didn't let no, you. No, I respond. second that. Yeah, it was a great episode. Huh. Yeah, it was all. It was a lot of fun, and I think that they might be reaching out to you, Adam. You might be on there next. I said I was talking to my wife and I said, Oh, Grant was on um because we make it and Morley's already been on there and they're like, Oh, why didn't they ask you? <laughs> well, I'm sure you know, you're probably next. You just they, they, Well they have to get me on. Well, maybe not. If you listen to the podcast, I might convince well, you. Well, I did listen to the podcast, yeah. I might convince you not to go. Uh so that they can't get the trifecta. Uh yeah, I might do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing is I released a video today uh, yeah, for Sumo's project. I made a spar gauge, and I've talked about it before, so go watch the video. Um, I also, yeah, I also... Uh, I watched it, and I was like, why is this video so... I forgot about the rules like, for the <laughs> challenge. I was like, what's with the like two and a half minute video? That's not like you. And then I realized that, oh yeah, it's got to be under three minutes. Yeah, it was a, it was a challenge, but it... I wasn't going to do a video of this because it was going to end up being a three minute video. Uh, But because that was the rules that made it so that I actually did a video of something I wasn't going to do a video of. And I think it's an actual, like it's one of my more, yeah, it's one of my more how to videos, like instead of, cause Mm. it's not a very exciting build, but so I made it more how to, you know, I had like actually talked through almost the entire thing. Nice. So, I actually have. I'm sure you heard that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what it was? <laughs> oh, it's a Commodore. It lives down the road. I oh, sorry. That. Do you have Holden? No, that's an Australian company. No. So, have, so you'd have. It's a Pontiac G8. Pontiac. Oh. Yeah. So Pontiac, and then I don't. Or you wouldn't have Commodores. So it's a G8. They're Australian. Commodore to me is a computer. Right. So the Commodore is a Pontiac G8. They literally took it, okay. the entire thing, repackaged the front yeah. bumper, and and sold it over here as a Pontiac G8. And now Pontiac's gone, yeah. and so is Holden. So, wait, wait. yeah, yep, we're losing everything. Anyway, um, <laughs> until you put that out, I didn't. I'd never heard of a sparring gauge. Yeah, so it's it's something that's used mainly in uh, like making poles or or paddles. Um, so that you can mark out right. an octagon, and then from that octagon, you can make something circular or rounded very easily. Yeah. But what's really nice is it works either on like a tapered, so you can make something that's tapered and have it an octagon the entire way. 
Oh, order. that's really cool. Yeah, or circular yeah. the entire way. So that's why it works so well on paddles because a lot of times the the canoe paddle isn't perfectly cylindrical the entire way. Right. Neat. Cool. I quickly before you go on because I forgot about the um, the podcast. Um, I meant to ask you in the pre-show, but I forgot. Why? What were you talking about with the twenty episodes? So apparently, uh, twenty. When when you've reached what what Vincent says is when you've reached twenty episodes. That means that you you've made it. Like if you keep going after twenty, you're you're good to go. You're a real podcast. And if you I don't, think, I think I think his philosophy is that like once you reach twenty, like you're not just going to give up so easily. Yeah. So it's you're it's it's a it's a real thing then. It's you know especially if you're doing them weekly or something like if you stick to a schedule, you know like if you think about the ass cast. Uh, it's a good example of a podcast that's not quite sure whether or not it's a podcast because they <laughs> like they they maybe record one every once in a while and yeah. don't release it on a regular schedule. Um, anyway, yeah, so yeah, that's cool. that's his thoughts. And I, yeah. I really thought it was 10, but apparently it's 20. Um, we're, we're almost there. Yeah, we're pretty close to episode 14. 14, yeah. Yeah, yay. So the other thing I did is I uh, fell off a ladder. So that was a lot of fun. Like National uh, Lampoon style, all the way backwards? Uh, I, just, no. I like how you say that. So like nonchalant, yeah. which is like, yeah, I fell off a ladder. So I was sanding my, uh, I was sanding the top of my little travel trailer, because that's apparently mm-hmm. what I like to do with my spare time. And uh, <laughs> and I was standing on the ladder, and I was leaning up against the, the, the trailer, and I was standing on part of the trailer as well, just slightly. And that part of the trailer moved. And that made me kick the ladder out from underneath me. Ugh, and I landed on my feet and nothing was wrong. And I even kept the, the sander in my hands. I actually, it fell out of my hands, but I grabbed the, the cord so it didn't fall onto the ground. But uh, like the next day, like my feet were just killing me because I fell from like the third or fourth step up you know, landed on my feet. Like I'm sure Marley, you'd, you would have known how to fall correctly. So you didn't get hurt, uh, with your, your parkour. I don't have any parkour <laughs> skills. I am surprised at all that I landed on my feet. Uh, but yeah, you know, I so. feel like the key is to falling. Well, is you just got to let it happen. You got to like, when I, whenever I fall, I fall very dramatically because I let all my limbs go loose. So like mm-hmm. it cushions the fall. Yeah, actually quick segue. Like you learn that in pole vaulting. Um, so mm-hmm. you're not so, Quick background: I pole vaulted. Um, when you land what, on what the else mat, is, what else didn't you do? <laughs> when you land on the mat, right? You're falling from like anywhere from eight to twenty feet up, depending on how good you are. Mm-hmm. So, and you're wearing shoes with spikes in them, and it's really dangerous to land on the mat on your feet because if your spike gets stuck, you can twist an ankle. Yeah, I've seen someone tear an ACL by landing on the mat. So it's Ouch. you really want to land on your back, uh, spreading all the weight out. So that's kind of my, every time I fall, I was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just like absorbing the impact. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it happen. So that's, the, that's my tip. I, I Most think, important question though, when you fell from the ladder, did you spill your beer? Uh, I didn't have a beer. I didn't have a beer. Oh, no. He was using power tools, Adam. Of course he wouldn't be drinking a beer. He's using wow. a sander. Yeah. I was drinking. <laughs> the beer wasn't with me. It was, I keep the beer in the garage be, with a, a, you know, trying to keep oh, it wait. away. So the, the dust, dust doesn't get in it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, 
I definitely like my knee. So when, when you're off to wet sanding, no, I'm not. Use wet. a beer as a as a lubricant. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wouldn't waste beer that way. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, today was probably my most productive day in the shop in in a, quite some time. I spent almost the entire day in the shop working on the uh, because we make enlightenness challenge project, um, which is. Uh, something secret but maybe i'll put something in the patreon and uh i also uh finished off the uh the maker swap i'm doing with dead rise woodcrafts and i uh was started working on a poker chip holder for my dad so my dad collects uh poker chips and he asked me to make him uh little poker like a holder for these collectible poker chips so i'm making it out of the old hardwood flooring um and uh yeah so i started working on that today and it's his birthday next week so i hope to have it for him for next week nice i I feel like i was i was talked a long time so now i'm ready to listen all right (laughs) adam what about you um well so i've been i've been car shopping which has been actually a lot more stressful than you would think. It's so frustrating. Like you message people and they never get back to you. It's like, well, like, do you want to sell your car or not? Like <laughs> I had That's one so guy true. I found, Oh, I found like the perfect car. I rang this guy. He's like, Oh, it had a transmission issue. So I took it to the shop, picked it up, wasn't happy with it. So I took it and there was someone that wanted to look at it. He said to them, look, it's not ready, like, you know, and all this. And then I rang him again the next day and said, I want to come this afternoon. Have you picked it up yet? And he goes, oh, no, the other guy hasn't got back to me yet. I want to hold it for him. I'm like, (laughs) well, I'm like ready with cash. Like, do you want me to come or not? And he just like had this attitude about him. But then he's also like a small dealer, like a car dealer. I'm like, you're trying to run a business and you're talking to people like that. Like, it's just, so I just said, don't worry about it. I'll go find a better one. Yeah, didn't or I'd rather buy something not as good. But didn't you just buy a car? <clears throat> I bought my wife a car. Oh, okay. Yeah my my current car I have a a Ford Falcon. I don't know what you would have for that. Oh, we Google. don't have. A um, it's like the it's it's a Ford version of a Holden Commodore. Okay. What year yeah. do you have? Two thousand and four. Oh, okay, because when I the first thing that comes up to me is a car that looks like it's out of the early seventies. It yes. looks like a Ford, oh yeah yeah. It looks like a uh, Ford Fusion. Yeah. The yeah, newer right. one, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, my car's like not safe. It's like it's got heaps of damage. The brakes aren't like it's. I wouldn't put my kids in it. So time to upgrade. Um. So, yeah, I was planning on hopefully going to look at a car this afternoon, but the person's not getting back to me, so that's really annoying. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I've been working on the Because We Make Challenge as well. I've got um, I got pretty much a lot of it done. I've So, essentially what it is is like a roll of plywood to make like a table base, and then I'm going to make legs on the bottom of that. There's a pole coming up the middle, which will then have the lamp on top. Um, but yeah, so like word of advice though, I thought boiling the plywood might make it more flexible. It, it doesn't work. Um, it just delaminates. So don't do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, 
Yeah. Done. Did not I, do. I, 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 <laughs> I will yeah. take that I had advice. so many issues. Like I bought, I bought plywood thinking it'd be easier and um, to bend and stuff. And like, I think if I just used pine, it would have been so much better. I, but it is. Oh, it is what it is. Like steam bending. Uh, I don't know if pine would be great, but like a hardwood with straight grain would be good. Yeah. Um, the problem with pl- well, I didn't like, want to get into steam bending though. Yeah, then you're kind of what you should have done is like kerf cutting, like I'm doing on mine. Yeah, but it wouldn't give me the look I want. Mm. I'm pretty happy with what I've got. Like, I, the only issue was like when it was really small because it's a spiral. When it was really small, it cracked a couple of times. But you know, it, it's just more of a concept. It's just an art piece, really, to me. Like, I'm never going to put it in my house. Yeah, I so saw your I saw your teaser pictures, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm, I can't really envision what it's going to look like all done. So I'm really curious to see what it's going to look like. It almost looked like a, like a watch spring all wound up. Um, yeah, right. When I was when I was making it, it felt like I was rolling up a fruit roll up or something. <laughs> cool. But yeah, pretty. Um, it's it's coming out like I expected it to. It's looking better than I actually expected it to. But um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, what else? Oh, I put out my B roll video. Saw that. That was cool. It was, yeah, it was, um, it was such like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like I'm happy with it for what it is like being a first video, but uh, I feel like it needed a lot more editing and like skills that I don't have, but that was the whole point of making it was to start learning those skills. Yeah. It's like exactly um, what we talked about last week. Like you watched all yeah. your clam edition, you watched all these B-roll videos and so now you have really good taste about it and you're going to be super hypercritical of your own. Like it's a first attempt. Yeah, it course. is what it is, right? Yeah. And now uh, you're, th- you're ready to like dive into the next one. I thought it was pretty epic, yeah. and I don't Thank understand you. why it's called a B-roll video, but maybe that's. I just- don't know either. Oh, that's okay. Just, that, yeah, that's just what it was when, like, when I when I found the videos that I was watching that I wanted to like imitate in my style. Well, they were called B-roll videos, so that's what I called it. Ah, okay. And I've actually had a couple of people uh, message me that are editors saying like that they liked it and stuff. I, I There was one guy, um, I can't remember his name, Felix, the editor or something like that. He commented on the YouTube video saying it was good. And like, so like that's what he does. He edits B-roll videos wow. and, and that. So I've like reached out to a new audience, which is pretty cool. That, oh, that is awesome. super cool. Yeah. Like where, how do you think you let, you know what? Let's save this for a little later, but I want to know how you think you got that, uh, like how you feel like what strategy do you use did you use to reach out to a new audience yeah, yeah okay um and the only other thing this week i've done if you can't tell already i got a new microphone so Silky i think smooth. molly and i still molly and i now have the same microphone yeah buddy just really cool oh no yours is different no it's the same it's just on a different stand no you've got your plugs different i think you have the model up Oh, okay. If you look like look at your USB plug to mine, this is great audio for the <laughs> podcast listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, mine looks different. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. That's sick. That's about all I've been up to. Well, this week, um, I actually finished my Because We Make Enlighten Us Challenge project <clears throat> and got the video for that out, which I was pretty happy about. Yeah, um, cool. So, for anyone who listening who hasn't seen it, I made a 3D printed reading light for our room. 
so I got this like pendant light cord kit uh, from the Home Depot. It's actually really nice for being just from the Home Depot, like a wrapped cord. Um, and 3D printed a lampshade around it uh, made up of concentric rings. And then that attached to a ball mount, which is mounted above our bed now. And it's great because the only really reading light we had before then was a bunch of like Christmas lights on the walls, um, yep. which is a really nice aesthetic and it's very cozy at night. But since they're on the walls, if you roll over onto your side, the light's like shining right into your face. So it's really nice now having like the light from above. Mm-hmm. Um, go like figure. The, reading like the mount that you've put on the wall could be put on anything. Like you could make a stand for it or yeah. anything. Yeah, for sure. I kind of, um, some people like comment on that, on that when I finish it, they're like, oh, this would, could go in like all these different places. Um, yeah. yeah, I was, I was uh, very happy with it. It fit really nicely. The ball joint worked, which I was really happy about since, um, that was kind of just like 3d printed and designed from nothing. Yeah. Um, that's like watching you make that was like the, one of the things that I go, Oh, I can actually see where a 3d printer could be useful. Cause everything yeah, everyone else yeah. has been showing is like, I 3d printed a prototype or something and then I made it in real, real material. And I go, well, I don't have time for, for prototyping in fake material. Like I don't have right like I, I would love to make something like on the computer and make the the thing make it but i don't want to be like making prototypes that's just not so, what, what I, how i want to think work that that's one of the reasons i'm really happy that i got my 3d printer as a kit because it has a lot of 3d printed functional parts and it made me yeah. realize it gave me so many ideas for functional 3d prints um i actually use spare parts from the printer uh to make the ball joints so i'm like little metric screws and tiny little nuts. Uh, and I never would have knew the mechanics of that had I not built that printer myself. Uh, I feel like the, like the design in making that, um, that whole thing is a great way to learn like the program. Oh yeah. What for it sure. was an illustrator or whatever, like a fusion. 360. It just looks, uh, yeah. It just looks like a great, like way to learn different things. Like even when you like put the, you, you drew like a square or something. And I know what it's for now, but at first I was like, oh, what's that? Like a bit weird. And then it's like the slot for the square nut yeah, to go in. And like just things like that, like you would never think about, or oh, how would I do that? But yeah. Yeah, it was, um, again, like it, it definitely comes back to building a 3D printer because those little details, like putting a metal piece into a 3D printed part, I 100% got that idea from the way that printer is put together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like kind of going into a bit of that video, um, I, I always spend a good amount of time looking for music for my videos. And this one was like, I was having a little trouble finding any new music that like really, I really liked and really kind of fit the vibe. But um, I found this one song that was pretty eclectic sounding and I was like, oh, this could fit in really well, but it's almost too busy to do with any voiceover. And I was kind of debating with myself. I was like, okay, well, I'll just do the whole video, no voiceover. And because that all that together, the visuals and the voiceover and the music just seemed like it would be too much in my head. Like I'm Adam, I'm I'm responding to what you, you asked. It was like I know, why yeah, no voice. It, it was really um really weird, like not hearing your voice once. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, even and notice. it's something <laughs> Well, that's great, right? That's the point. 
um, no, it's because yeah. he watches it in two times. Well, it's like when you make a when you when you make a project, right? Like you're so in it, you're thinking like I have so many things to explain. I need to explain like all the reasons. Maybe this is just me, but like I have all these things. I was gonna say I'm about. not like that. Um, but then if I take a step back and it's like, oh, okay, really, like if I really boil it down, there's only a few things I want to talk about, and I can do that in a much more mm-hmm. concise way with text on the screen. Um, so I think it worked really well. I was super happy with the style. Um, it's always fun to like really showcase the music. I find it, it makes fun. I absolutely hate audio design. Like it's the worst part of oh, like the mixing. For me. The like trying to find the right song, and this was a big thing I had to do with the B roll was trying to find the right song, and then like. But with the B-roll, you go into even more because you have to add sound effects to everything. And like that, um, when I was spreading the glue, that's literally someone with like, I don't know, like fake skin or something in their hand, like squishing it. Like that's the noise, <laughs> you know, like, so like trying to find sounds that would fit in and, and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's Do you have yeah. a, do you, do you have like a directional on-camera mic? I do. Because you could probably get, your own audio with that. Yeah. Some people do, but like things like that, like spreading glue doesn't make a noise. Yeah. It's fair. really, you know, so like you need something that's going to over exaggerate that, that sort of there's the noise and if, stuff. So if you think about it, this is how like f- feature length mo- movies are made. Oh yeah. That's yeah, the probably. crazy. Yeah. yeah. The crazy part about mm. it is how much like they dub almost every line. It's insane. Yeah. I remember going to um, whatever we had here. It was like our version of Universal Studios. And they had this like room that you go sit in and they literally put on like this one minute clip from a video and reenact all the sound effects on the stage. Wow. And wow. it's just, it's insane. Like the every single sound effect in, a, in like a movie in that is not recorded in like with the film. Mm-hmm. It's all dubbed after. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really an art. It's pretty <clears throat> incredible. It is. You should, yeah. um, I don't know if you've seen it, but you should check out John Kaipoff's video on, uh, he did a project about, it was like an art installation, uh, data visualization for trees affected by the emerald ash borer in Philadelphia, I believe. And he does a lot of that kind of like B-roll style with um, specific oh, yeah. sound effects. I was just thinking, because when you did that shot with the glue squirting, he did something yeah. similar where he like makes a pencil from a branch. It's, I think you'd, uh, you get a kick out of it. Um, but I digress yeah, definitely look it up. just rounding out what I've been up to. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys find this, but I always f- feel a little weird after I finish a project and put out a video. Um, maybe it's cause I get a bit of tunnel vision when I'm in it, but then I'm always kind of like wanting to move on, but also like wanting to promote it a bit. So the past couple of days I've just been like kind of taking a step back, going through my sketchbooks, uh, doing it a brainstorming, I actually found a project uh, that I'm really excited about. I don't really quite want to talk about yet, but it's it's a bit of a bigger one. Um, and I think it's going to be really, really cool. So yeah, like the past few days has kind of just been like working on this tripod strap in the background, doing a bit of designing and figuring out some life stuff that's more on the living side of the clamp. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of brings me to our topic because I've been... I mean, my Instagram post this week have just been kind of um, promoting this video, um, which is a strategy. It's something we do on social media to kind of 
draw people from one thing to the other. And last week at the end of the episode, Adam kind of opened a can of worms that we didn't quite have time to go into. So we decided <laughs> that this episode, we're going to dive into that can of worms of um, social media, st- media strategy. Um, mm-hmm. So to start it out, Adam, why don't you... Wh- why don't you start with the questions that you had at the end of the last episode? Cause that was kind of the impetus for all of this. Okay. Um, do you remember what the question was that I asked? <laughs> I know I've got it written down, but I'm not sure which one it was. You were, I have a few. You were talking about how oh, was the personal to go personalization. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So if you did miss it last week, my question to the boys was um, what are their thoughts on like personal stuff on, on Instagram for instance, um, like my Instagram is maker related. I post stuff of when I ever do actually post of, um, things I'm making and all that sort of stuff. And I go to the gym every day and health and fitness is a huge part of my life right now. I have been working my ass off for quite a while. Um, I mean, this whole COVID thing kind of took a backtrack on it. But anyway, so my thought was if I posted pictures and stuff of being at the gym and that, should that not be on like my Instagram? And I think we decided that personal posts like that should be in the stories and that um, the actual main Instagram page should be limited to the specifics of that. But then we also wanted to have a little bit more of a a deeper dive on that. So we wanted to dive more into that and yeah. So I I always... I, I think Instagram stories are really interesting. I almost see them as um, the modern version of a home video. Um, it's strange because they expire in 24 hours, but it also makes it kind of cooler. You can it, save them though. You can. Yeah, exactly. You can save the ones that are more significant to you. You can highlight them. So that's kind of how I like to use them. I like to use Instagram stories to literally capture a moment, which is maybe what yeah. Instagram was designed for early on. Um, but I think it's, 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 it's a really fun way to try to capture like exactly like what's going on right there. And I found that the more I share about like, I don't know if you could call it personal stuff, like there are things more personal than it, but like cooking and, um, things that I see out and about that interest me, like people really like seeing that. And I think that's why people go on stories. They want to see like what's behind the lens, what's behind this like curated feed. Right. And so I think like part of it, I think that's great for the people that want to see that, uh, that side, but I know like uh, only about 10% of my followers watch my stories. And I think those are the 10% that are interested enough in me. They want to see the behind the scenes. They're interested Mm -hmm. in seeing what am I, what's going on in Grant's life? What's, uh, you know, what, what is he what's he working on right now? He want they want to see the sneak, you know, the little bit of sneak peeks or the, you know, whatever random beer I'm drinking. Cause I'm often doing this beers with bank thing, uh, which is like another Instagrammer. Um, but so I, I feel like the stories are, are personal, but they're also rougher. Like things that yeah, I post in my stories. Well, when I first joined Instagram, I would be posting them in my feed cause I didn't know any better, but I, I now I've gone through and like deleted a whole bunch of posts I had that were just so rough that, you know, you, yeah. people weren't commenting on, they weren't engaging as much or they just weren't as like, they just weren't as interesting. And that's where I feel like stories can be interesting, but they can also, you can have something a little rougher in there and be okay with it. 
I feel like stories is something that like, I want to show this off to you, like whatever it is I'm doing. Whereas a post is more of an engagement. Like you make a post, people can comment it and start a conversation, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. With a story, if anyone like messages you from the story, it's, it's one-on-one. It's like more personal. Right. Yeah. Now, I will say, so one of my most liked uh, Instagram posts of my career as an Instagram influencer. <laughs> as an underwear model. As, as an underwear model uh, has been uh, a picture of my me and my wife, and it was like a happy anniversary. And that got more engagement on that than any of yeah. the other, any woodworking project I've ever done. So when I think about Pulling that, I go like strings. being a little bit personal is good. And like one of my, yeah. other than my giveaway posts, like the one that has the most engagement in terms of comments is the like meet the maker uh, posts about, you know, it was like a introduction to who I am and what I, you know, as, as many characters yeah. as Instagram allowed, but I got like the most amount of comments because people, you know, wanted to say, Hey, hi. Oh, that's interesting. You know, as opposed yeah. to the normal, like cool or you know, whatever. I don't know. It's funny. Like I, this is actually kind of like a difficult topic for me to, to, for me to talk about because like, I don't, I don't really like thinking about like playing the social media game a lot. Like it makes me a little uncomfortable. It makes me a little like self-conscious, but it is a thing that we all do. Right. And I also think that like use, I don't like using the word should in that way because I think you really should do whatever you want. And you should you should express yourself how you want on your Instagram, and I mean, like, it, it realistically, like, there's not really any good reason to follow a tried and true method of someone else. It's like if you do exactly yeah, what that other person does, it doesn't necessarily that mean that you're going to get success in the same way they have. Mm-hmm. I almost feel mm-hmm. like you should always be experimenting, but with like a mission oriented in a mission oriented fashion like for example like my 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 feed i've kind of come to a point where it is it is a it is um uh wow i can't find the word here's the here's that uh i can't find the word of the episode um not profile (laughs) portfolio that's the other p word yeah i feel i view my feed as a portfolio but you can go like so many ways within a portfolio i found that videos work really well for me on instagram and showing like a small build that I wouldn't make a full YouTube video out of. I know Ethan Carter does a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's really fun. It's like a great way to reach tons of people that would never view your stuff anyway. Because some people go on Instagram to see a short video, they would never see your picture of a beauty shot and then go watch the build video from that on Instagram. They're just on Instagram looking at videos of stuff. So like, I like That's I like one kind of, of my having thought processes. Yeah, I like having my 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 uh, wow analogies also are hard i like having my my feet in the water of a lot of different pools i'm just going to make up that analogy um but within the general confines of my feed is my portfolio and i want to be able to show my phone to someone and say like look this is what i make right Mm. and i like i agree 100 percent with what you're saying like definitely shoulds shouldn't be said except for the other shoulds of saying they shouldn't be uh (laughs) Uh, it, like I completely, I agree. Uh, it, but it's also like, when we talk about strategy, it's not what should other people do? It's I'm more thinking about what do I do? Right. Yeah. 
So yeah. it's like when I when I talk about it being like I feel like stories are a little rougher. It's I know there's people that in their stories put a lot of effort um, and aren't rough, mm. right? There's people who do like very uh, there's some, morally you've you've caught us with the words <laughs> uh, very like scripted and and stuff like that stories. Like I know whenever I do a story, I record the video first. I take like 15 takes. To try and get it down to 15 seconds. It's usually like 16 seconds, which pisses me off, you know. Then it goes over to one. Like, anyways, uh, that kind of thing. Like, I I know for me, I do a lot of, when I do post a story that's a talking head video, I spend a lot of time trying to get it to sound good. Yeah. Um, And I've also found that videos reach a different audience Mm -hmm. than, uh, than just pictures. For sure. And that's why now I've started to include, uh, basically I'll do like the, when I, whenever I post a YouTube video, the first one's going to be like the, the beauty shots. The second post about that thing is going to be, uh, a short clip from the, from the video is almost always what I do so that you can see, you know, there's the, you can see part of the video, and if that entice, if the beauty shots didn't entice you, maybe this fun clip from the video will, right? That's like part of what I'm trying to do. I also I enjoy Instagram uh, as much as YouTube, but I'll see like make money on YouTube. I don't make you know you don't make money on Instagram, so it's kind of one of those hard things to. Well, so you that, can. It just depends on. So that's Vincent. Like you make grant, you make money on YouTube. You don't make money on Instagram. What yes. what I mean by there's no monetization option on Instagram. Right, you have to be a little more creative. Yeah. Right, it's yeah. it's a different way of making money on Instagram. It's not a direct. I put a lot of effort into Instagram, and Instagram pays me. Yeah, right? I put, I can put a lot of effort into YouTube, and YouTube pays me. That's a the big difference, I think, on on that. So you're. You're, it, there's no direct correlation towards effort and and payment. For sure. That's kind of my plan with these B-roll videos was to make one for every YouTube video, make a B-roll video. And that's like my ad for Instagram and Facebook and that. Like, this is what I made. Here's a quick B-roll video. Now go watch the full build if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, kind of- It's just hard trying to get those shots like because I don't have a cameraman. For sure. Or a camera person. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of how I've, um, like when I'm, especially with this most recent video I put out on the reading light, um, I've tried to be pretty intentional about having the videos as teasers. So someone will watch it and it will cut at a point where they're like, oh, I want to see the, how that story turned out. I want to see the rest yeah. of that. And it's funny, like I actually, I, I might've done it once or twice when you take a whole long build video and you cut it down to a minute for Instagram. Like it's, it's a good amount of work. It's a lot of decision-making. Um, you mean you don't push, put it down to 30 times. I've seen people do that. Like they the take, whole it, video. They take the entire video and they literally just make it. So it's not, you can't watch it. Right. Like, Oh, wow. It'd be kind of a yeah. fun experiment. I don't know how effective it would be. Um, and I'm sure that works really well, but, um, I guess in the back of my head, I'm like, Oh, but then it's not a teaser. Cause then they see the whole thing. Like they know what's going to happen, but that just might be me projecting, my own preferences of like, I like, I like not knowing what's going to happen in a video. I like being surprised in that sort of way, which is, so that, which is actually, kind of, Oh, are we both going to segue? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was going to say, 
like that is one strategy I see some people using that I, I kind of like, I don't like to see that, but I know like Paul Jackman, he like, by the time, if you watch his stuff religiously, by the time he puts out a video, you've seen all the good clips because mm-hmm. they were all yeah. in his stories, which is fine. But like, cause it takes him months to build giant things. But like, I remember <laughs> when he took the giant hammer to uh maker camp and then he's you know making it there and stuff i remember watching those clips on his instagram stories and then they're part of a video and i'm just like oh it's kind of interesting like there's part of me that likes that but there's also the big part of me that says i don't watch trailers for movies same i hate it eden right. loves it i hate it right so i'm that guy that Especially doesn't do that the, tra- like, the trailer is never the same as the movie yeah it's, it's never the way. same yeah, I I have literally watched. I can't remember what movie it was, but I literally watched a trailer for a movie, and not one part of the trailer was in the actual movie. Yeah, it happens. It was. It was. Yeah. Um. I I remember once I took an entire video that went for like I think it was like seven minutes or something on YouTube, and sped it up until it was down to like thirty seconds and put it on Instagram or Facebook, like literally the entire thing. And I remember um, my wife's pop commented on the Facebook post and he's like a bit fast to watch mate and i'm like yeah it's just a teaser <laughs> that's so australian um i grant i guess my brain was segueing in a slightly different way well that wasn't a segue that was my comment i wanted to yeah. make on that okay there's there's no segue there i just didn't want to lose the that really good point before you do try and segue, I wanted to quickly touch on the whole um, like teaser, like cutting and stuff. So yeah. people that follow us on Instagram will notice that in the stories, I've lately been putting up a soundbite of like our um, episode and that sort of stuff. Now, I do plan on hopefully like doing a soundbite a day, but that that's one of the things is trying to find the point of where to do a soundbite and have it finish in a point, especially where someone will go, oh, I want to hear the rest of that story. Yeah. And then go listen to the episode. Um, so I just wanted to say, like, it's not just videos. Like, even even in that sense, it's the same the same thing. Right. And it's hard because, like, you don't want to give away the best point that was made in that podcast because you want someone to listen to exactly. it. But yeah. if you're only giving away 15 to 30 seconds, whatever it is, give it, you know, a week, uh, you know, five days later, if you haven't downloaded it, maybe giving it away is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, give it. That's um, the same with like beauty shots. Like when I think about doing beauty shots, someone once told me, don't show the project at the start of the video. Because if you do that, then I already know what it looks like and I don't care to watch it. I think it depends. I think it depends on, on the, video, the person project. watching. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> we started the same way and then went two different ways. Okay. Yeah. So, Adam, <laughs> go on. Well, like I, so like I'll watch it. I don't watch videos to. I watch it. I watch videos for entertainment. So if you put at the beginning of the video, this is what I made. And now I'm going to show you how I made it. That's fine with me because I'm watching it to see how you made it because I'm interested in like the storyline. I don't care if I know what it looks like beforehand. Yeah. I'm not like, that's- it's not like I'm opening a present. Like I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to see what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. I just want to see how you did it. I a hundred percent agree. And I think that's the maker way of wanting to watch a video. And it's not yeah. the, uh, like there's a lot of people who watch who just want to see the action part of the. Well, 
I think there's the maker way to watch it. And then there's the art, more artistic way to watch it. Like Laura Kampf very rarely, sh- she, she almost never shows the whole project at the beginning of the video. You can see it in the thumbnail, low resolution, um, without a lot of detail. And then you finally see it all at the end. And hers is very story driven where it's like, we're going to get to this point. But Ben Ueda always shows his videos, his, the finished project at the beginning. Yeah. And I think of them both as better. artists. <laughs> well, I, they're both big. I think of them both as artists and I like watching both of their videos. I think it just depends on the style. And I would even argue like in some of my projects, I'm trying to think back if there's videos where I haven't shown the final at the beginning. I'm sure there are. Um, I think it just depends on the video. It depends the vibe you're going for. Right. Like, do you want it to be a mystery or do you want it to be like really focused on the process? Right. It's what your strategy is. Mm. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I guess, okay, this, this was going back to the thing I was going to make before, which is, is I find it sometimes very difficult to balance playing that game of like, this is what, works this is what other people want to see versus this is how i want this video to look and i have no good reason for having it wanting to look this way and maybe if i make this decision the video will perform worse but this is what i want to do and that's i make that decision every single time yeah it's a constant battle but no i make the i make the i don't care what i know there are better ways of doing it and i don't care no, but that's right, great. I, I think, and that's how you have a, you, you get a unique voice. Yeah. Like if, I, and this is, I feel like it's funny. Like, I feel like all the podcasts I was listening to this week were kind of, a lot of people are thinking about this where it's like, I mean, Bob on uh, making it, I was just listening earlier today. He was talking about like, he realized that all of their thumbnails are working within the same confines. And he realized yeah. he's like, we, we're the company. We can do whatever we want. I feel like I'm, restricted by these things we've put on ourselves and there's no good reason for it. Like we can change. Um, and sometimes it's easy to kind of build yourself into a wall, into a corner. And I think so like David Picciuto built himself into that literal corner by saying, I'm going to wear red. I'm going to, my thumbnails are going to be yellow. My videos are going to be 10 minutes and one second long. And like he had, he literally has a video where he says, this is what I'm going to do. This is how you know me. And I went, yeah. and then like three videos later, he completely changed it up because he went, I've painted myself into a corner that I don't like, right? Yeah. Like sometimes a video needs to be eight minutes. Sometimes it needs to be 22. It, 10 minutes doesn't like, it's not a, that's that's the thing yeah. I absolutely hate about uh, like normal TV is that the 22 minute episodes. Yeah. Right. What I love about Netflix is sometimes they're 27 and sometimes they're 32 and sometimes they're 22. Right. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever seen the um, Die Hot, Kevin Hart's new show? No. No. The episodes are literally like seven and six minutes long. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. The, uh, the old. It was, I was watching it and I'm like, did I like, did, did I get the wrong like copy of this? Because like, why is it only seven minutes? Yeah. The old uh, comedians yeah. in cars getting coffee, like the original, the first season, uh, when he was doing it like by himself, they were way shorter, and it was, I think, yeah. better, because uh, there was way like I feel yeah, like we- there was less time wasted on the sponsorship by Lavazza Coffee or whatever it was, <laughs> like where I felt like the B roll shots were literally trying to take over the 
the, Feel the this, yeah, they were like stirring the coffee way too much. You're like, yeah, I get it. You have to stir coffee sometimes. That's that's one of the things since I started my channel on that is that I don't want to be put in a corner. That's why I changed my name because I didn't want to be stuck. I didn't want people to be going, oh, you're not in a garage if I ever moved out or you're, you're not working with wood. Yeah. You know, um, and like, you know, take like the length thing. Take your video that you put out this <laughs> week, Grant, and turn it into a 10 minute and one second video. Right. It probably didn't even take you that long to make it. No. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> uh, I think I had, I think I had 40 oh, minutes of, of footage, but I, I think I left the camera running by accident once. So that doesn't really count. <laughs> but like you're thinking about it as you're doing it though. Like literally you could probably make it in, in like under 10 minutes or maybe 20 minutes, depending on. Oh, the thing? Oh yeah, you could make yeah. the thing in under ten minutes with without you yeah, filming it. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like what you said before. You hate videos that are longer than it takes to do it. Right. So that's why it's a three minute video. And if it wasn't, and I guess I started painting myself in a corner as well of going, like, why would I put out a three minute video? I used to put out three four minute videos all the time, and then I yeah. kind of started a making them longer because I wanted them to have more impact. But I. Yeah, we'll see how this one does, and if it does well, then I might do more short videos again. Well, it's funny. Like yeah. as humans, we're always finding a rut to get in and stay in for a little bit, like somewhere to stay comfortable. And even if you have the best intentions, like you're like, I, I want to take all the time I want to tell this story, or I, in my personal experience, like I for a little while, like wanted my thumbnails not to have text in them. I saw Laura Comp's thumbnails. And how it was just like a, sh- a shot in her logo. I was like, oh, that's so pretty. It's so, it really makes me want to watch it. I love the way that looks like composition wise. Um, and I was like, that's, that's what I'm going to do for a little bit. And it kind of, at a certain point, it was not serving the purpose of the thumbnail anymore. It was serving the purpose of a picture, but I kind of lost sight of what a thumbnail is supposed to do. It's supposed to attract someone to the video. And by going so far in the other direction, I kind of got away from the thing itself. And I got into a rut that I never really wanted to find myself. And I was like, what, what am I doing? Like you have that moment of realization when you work for yourself and you're like, I can do whatever the heck I want. I'm going to put text in my <laughs> photos and I'm right. not abandoning any high minded, uh, ideals by doing that. Right. It, so in, for a long time, I had my logo in my video, like thumbnails. And then one day I was, it got like, I couldn't find the spot to put it. Like it was just, they would cover something up if I put it in there. Right. And I just went, why am I even putting my logo in? So I went through and literally deleted my logo from every one of my thumbnails. And I said, I don't need my logo on my thumbnails. It's literally right there. Like it's right there on YouTube. If you need to see who I am, I don't need it. They're not clicking on my video because they know it's mine. They're clicking on my video because they want the thing. Right. Like nobody's like searching the feed looking for the Grant Alexander and going, why? If I could only figure out which one of these thumbnails was his video, (laughs) like, I don't know. Anyway, so that's, that's like a strategy. Uh, yeah, the great. Yeah. Well, I think I think to kind of boil it down, it's like th- th- there's a balance to be struck towards with your own creative vision and using social media for like the purpose that it's there for. Like a thumbnail, getting someone to click on the video. A teaser video, getting someone to watch the video. Or you might just want to show a video of something that you think is cool on Instagram. And it's just right. 
And I think That's so. The, the other day on because we we make they had this guy who does like little hot like Hot Wheels and Matchbox car restorations, mm-hmm. and he like I looked him up. He he's got a pretty big following, and he does not monetize his videos, mm-hmm. and he gets yeah. enough views that I wish I could take that. You know, he gets pretty big. <laughs> it's a pretty big a chunk of change if he were to do it, and he doesn't monetize his videos. And I just went. That's to me, I just, he just wants to share. Right. And that's how I kind of started and how I'm sure a lot of people did. And I just kind of went, that's kind of cool that there's someone out there. I think when YouTube first started, that's how a lot of people thought, like, I just want to share my stuff. And then once people realized they could make money, of course, you know, if I ever get it to a point where I can monetize, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to lie. But there'd be people out there now that watch YouTube is and go, Oh, I want to be a YouTuber. They make heaps of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like this, so kids think that way. You've got there's such a range of people now. You've got people that just want to share, people that are doing it trying to make money, and people that are in the middle and just like, well, I want to share. If I can make money off it, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, since we segued across to YouTube after talking about Instagram stories, I wanted to ask, what are your thoughts on YouTube stories? I've never watched one and I've never used it. That's all the thoughts I have. So I'll put. Well, I don't have access to it. I'll put one thing in there. Well, that's weird. Oh, you, to to make your own, right? I don't have a thousand subscribers. Yet. So there's a you. If you just want to try and show up in people's feeds, make 15 second videos, and they'll show up in the stories and short <laughs> videos. So a guy I know that I follow on uh, Instagram, uh, Siemens Custom Builds. His name's Scott Seaman. It's not sexual. Um, you know. You're the only one that went that way. No, everyone who hears it, I'm sure of it. Anyways. I was thinking of like the Navy, but okay. Yeah, and what do you think about in the Navy? Uh, <laughs> cool. So, anyways, they just, in Canada, they're renaming seamen as the rank, just so everyone is for another random grant fact of the day. Uh, and they'll probably be changing it to sailor so that it's no longer associated with, with M, the man word. Um so it's yeah, like post person instead of postman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Uh, just to get, you know what? There's other people than just you two. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's actually a good point. <laughs> uh, anyways, he has a video with like he's got like I don't know 400 subscribers on YouTube. He's got a, like a pretty big following on uh, Instagram, but he's got like 400 subscribers on YouTube. But he has videos with like a hundred thousand views because they're 15 second videos. And they show up in a different spot of the feed, in that same stories feed on YouTube. Yeah. But I I don't like the YouTube stories. If I want to see stories, I go over to Instagram. But I've also realized that because I did a poll for the posts on the community tab, I did a poll on my community tab saying, hey, who wants to see this stuff? Uh, like, who wants to see more pictures because if you really want to, you like go on Instagram. But if you don't want to go on Instagram and you want to stay on YouTube, you want to see like pictures in your feed. And I, the poll said 100% yes. People wanted I just that. I just realized that um, YouTube have community posts and stories. I was actually more talking about community posts. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, I forgot. I, I didn't realize they were two separate things. But yeah, because like stories come up with like just one little box and you can swipe across to see others. So yes. when Whereas I see- community posts will actually come up like a video in your subscription feed. Or when like I see a, a post. Com- when, when I see a community yeah. post on YouTube, 
in my head, the signal I get is, hello, I'm here. I still exist. That's how yeah. I see them. It's like, oh, you're doing something. You haven't given Which up on your Which is exactly how I think they should be used is, you know, oh, um, I, I'm not getting a video out this if you're someone that posts every week. Sorry, there's not going to be a video out this week back to, you know, back to one next week or whatever. There's... um. There's someone I, I follow on on YouTube, and I'm gonna shout him out because like he, there's no way he'd ever listen to this. Um, Matt Heafy, who is one of my favorite, um, uh, 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 what are they? Artists? No, not artists. Like he, he's the lead singer for Trivium. So like yeah, but he will do a community post like once or twice a day, and it is so frustrating. I'm scrolling through my subscription feed and it's just like, so, like, man, I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. I don't want to see this. Like, I think community posts should be used for like a, oh, sorry, I'm not going to be here this week. So all that sort of stuff. You can, uh, you can actually, if you, what I do when I see one, anytime I see one, there's a three little dots and I click on it and yeah. I say, don't recommend posts from this, from this channel. Oh, so you can mute just one channel. Yes. I would like to mute oh, all cool. community posts because they take up as much real estate on my phone as a video for someone to go, hi, <laughs> I'm still here. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're still yeah. here. I just watched your video. But some people I mean, like right. to see it. I don't know. To bring it back to our topic a little bit, I, that might be something that works really well for him. Um, and I think it's like – It's think literally a copy of his Instagram though. Yeah, but some people – I mean there's plenty of people on YouTube that don't follow me on Instagram. There's plenty of people that yeah, are on true. one platform, yeah. not the other. So I think it all, it kind of just comes down to it's like whatever works for you. Like if he finds that yeah. YouTube stories like is getting him engagement and it's fun and it's it's a good time, then sweet. Um, it's if something you don't actually like, like it, now. Like ignore. Yeah, it like yeah. it's something like maybe I'll experiment with someday. But like, there's so many places where you can spend your energy, and I think you should focus on those places where it feels fun and it feels easy and it works. Hmm. Um, and I find Instagram stories are great for that. Yeah. Some people find Twitter is great for that, but not Grant. I, I, I don't <laughs> even, I th- I don't know if I have an Instagram, uh, a Twitter, but like, I think I've made like one post there. You have one. So I'm kind of on the, I do have one. Okay. <laughs> is it my new name or my old name? It's under the graduate worker. Yeah. Yeah. It's my old name. Yeah. I didn't even bother changing it cause I don't use it. <laughs> I only got it just to have the name. So, Which I don't, yeah, I don't have. <laughs> in talking about um, features that platforms are adopting, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, something that just came out today, which is Instagram Reel. Right. Have you guys looked at this at all? Only to I've only to ignore it, it because I'm not <laughs> I'm not the appropriate age range to be jazzed by that. Um. So does that just come out as a story, or is it a specific? No. So. Here's how I found out that it existed. I went to post a, you know, like create mode on Instagram stories where you can, you get like a gradient background and you can type something. I went to do one of those and I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, this, I guess this doesn't exist anymore. It what? That's not the case. They just changed the UI. Um, <laughs> but then I swiped over where you would usually find it. And it's like, it says Instagram real. So I just kind of like, was like, okay, I guess I'm not making a create post. I just scribbled over the screen as one does and then just typed on top of that. Um, but, uh, and then Grant or Adam, I think mentioned it and I was like, oh, what is this? And so it lo- what it looks like is Instagram is directly responding to TikTok. Um, with everything that's going on in the news, it looks like Instagram is trying to take some of TikTok's 
audience and bring them over to their platform, which is, I found pretty interesting because Instagram did that very successfully with Snapchat stories. I know plenty of people still use Snapchat stories, but I think, I don't think anyone's arguing that Instagram stories are insignificant at this point. They've kind of become very, very popular. Snapchat is, is pretty insignificant now though. Snapchat is just Uh, now more, it's not like a hmm. growth area. It's more of a chat with your friends area. I think it depends on the demographics you're looking at. I think lots of young kids, I don't know. Every once in a while, I accidentally write swipe right on Snapchat. I'm like, what the heck is all this? But, uh, <laughs> but you're <laughs> yeah, the- saying, like, I, I, um, I use Snapchat, but I've never posted to my story and I never will. And I don't like, I only ever look at po- like people send me stuff or I send them stuff. I don't. My wife uses Snapchat every day. She's snapping with these other people that have uh, kids. They're the same age as Fletcher. So they started like a little Snapchat group. And Snapchat they all sh- super fun. Right, and they all share stories about their kids as they're growing up. So it's as yeah. if Fletcher has this little cohort of, of kids that are growing up with him that they've – well, they met one but uh, in New Brunswick when we went there last year. But they – like otherwise, you're never meeting these people. And it's just a right. interesting thing. So she Snapchats or snaps as she calls it. Um, but I feel like it's just like a mess- – it's more of a messenger app than it is a, a growth tool. Oh, yeah. yeah, like a, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about Instagram Reel, as far as I've seen so far, is that you you see it in the Explore tab, and then there's you can scroll through the Reels. And I don't know if it, the algorithm works is the same way as TikTok, which is like if you like something, you'll just get flooded with a ton of stuff like it. And then you can also follow people. I didn't really see a follow functionality specifically for Instagram Reel. Or you can go to someone's profile, and then it's kind of like IGTV, where they, I was have, about a to se- say, they yeah. have a separate kind of tab for all their Instagram reels. I've seen I've seen one Instagram reel, and that was John Malecki's. I saw that was too. On his, I saw that today. Yeah, and it was on his um, Instagram, like as if it was IGTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he might have just we- screen recorded it. Anyways, go on, Grant. The from what I've seen is it's it's in my feed. They show up in my feed just like IGTV does. And I think it's going yeah. to be the same as IGTV. IGTV was was Instagram's like answer to YouTube, and you can see how useful IGTV is. Like, good, yeah. <laughs> the problem with IGTV to me, and the same with like Reels, is like I I go to Instagram for pictures, and when I like the IGTV, the problem is you can't pause the video and come back to it. Right. Mm, yeah, that annoys me. Yeah. Right. And oftentimes, like, because I have a little kid, and sometimes you're like watching a video, and you're halfway through, and then he's like. You know, does something really ridiculous, and you're like, "Oh no!" Now I have to go take care of that. And if you're in the IGTV video, well, just say goodbye to it because you're never going when back. you're watching it on the feed, and then it comes up, keep watching. Yeah, and then you've got to actually click on it and open it up rather than just watch it in the feed. Yeah, that is annoying. Too. It works. You know, it, it does really work annoying. really well for some people though, like comedians, where they a lot of times, like at the Netflix is a joke Instagram channel, they'll have a few minutes of a stand-up special. And they'll show the first minute, and you can click over to IGTV. And I think tons of people do that. Um, mm. I think long. I think comedy Instagram, it's really big. So that's what that's what I'm kind of interested about. It's like obvi- there's there's so the there's so many subsets of social media, right? Like even mm-hmm. just within Instagram, there's food Instagram, there is comedy Instagram, there is um, Instagram models, and there's makers, and there's a billion other categories. I know there's a lot of people who are actually have huge followings of their IGTV. Who are makers? Mm-hmm. Like just the IGTV. 
Right. And that's, they don't have a, and they tried YouTube and it didn't work out. And they have thousands upon thousands upon hundreds of thousands of followers on, on Instagram. And you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, how did that happen? Well, it's the, the videos in Explorer. That's why I started doing videos on my, uh, like not IGTV, just videos is I found I got a lot more engagement from a video, excuse me, than I do from a a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. For sure. Like it's, that's actually a whole nother strategy together is like people are definitely <laughs> engaging more on videos, which is so it's, weird. So reels, reels seems like a Instagram IGTV version of stories. Well, this yeah. is what I was saying in our, in our chat earlier. It's specifically targeted to mimic TikTok. Like if you go through the Explorer, they, some people are taking TikToks, screen grabbing them and putting them on IG and putting them on real. Like it's, it's yeah. literally the same thing. But in, they were already in, doing that on just Instagram posts. I, my post was flooded with people when TikTok became. Yeah. Popular. You can do it. On, you can share it to your stories, but I no, think no. they're trying. But I mean, my feed was, is filled with videos, not TikTok, like not uh portrait, like the, the square Instagram things. There's supposed yeah. to be some app that takes your TikToks because I got the little TikTok symbol at the bottom, right. And everything. Yeah. yeah you can just, it's, it's can like down they're all through Facebook TikTok. and stuff too. Yeah. But I mean, if, if Instagram wants to take market share away from TikTok, they need to take the creating away because people are making videos within TikTok the same way they were in Vine. I don't, they're using the in-app I don't think function. they're going to have an issue with that because TikTok's going to be banned in a minute anyway. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, that's not for sure, right? It's, the, it's a very – I mean, it, the funny thing is, is like there's a chance with how fast the news cycle is moving these days that by the time this episode comes out – this might be an obsolete conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Uh, um, and like everyone who's um, like, what are you talking about? We know all about real now. You guys are just figuring it out. So time, time's getting up there. So we should, I've, there's like three more questions I wanted to quickly talk about. Okay. Oh, wow. Just yeah. to sum it up, I'm, inter- I'm really curious to see where it goes. I think it has potential, but there's also the potential that everyone will just stay on TikTok. Um, yeah. So let's, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, there's more questions there than I thought. Um, anyway, so one of the, like, the other question I was wondering is like, what are you guys' thoughts on like professional videos? Like say, uh, sorry, pictures on Instagram. So like take a picture with a DSLR, edit it in Photoshop, and then put it on Instagram. Totally cool with I it. Feel like Instagram, I feel like Instagram should be phone only. No, totally cool I with it. Wish that there was a way of posting easily because I know how to, but posting easily from my computer because I spend a lot of time trying to make my photos look good yeah. and i was doing yeah. dlsr uh, for for a while and then i was just like fed up with the fact that i'd have to email myself the picture to post it and then get <laughs> to get it on my phone and then yeah so i think I just, is, yeah i just use what? a usb cord but i was gonna say like um i just use a usb cord because <laughs> i'm more than you. <laughs> uh not cluttering up my google drive with all that unneeded storage anyways I mean, when I go on Instagram, I want to just see great stuff. And I don't care if it comes from someone's phone or they're mirrorless, in my case, or a DSLR. Um, I mean, plenty of iPhones these days are taking better pictures than a DSLR from 10 years ago. Yeah. That's so, why I gave up my DSLR. <laughs> I, see no, <laughs> I see no like moral reason that Instagram should be just phones. I know that's kind of how it got popular at the beginning, but... Well, I don't really care. You can't post from a computer. 
unless you yeah, trick your computer yeah, browser into being, me into being uh, a phone and then you still can't even post video. But it's such a joke of a hurdle. Like as we've just demonstrated, like it's so easy to get around. <laughs> right, but it's just such a silly hurdle. That's what I don't understand. Like what are they trying mm. to gain by it? Yeah. Well, it's like you're blocking me from doing it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So why not just let me do it? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to keep, you know, that's probably actually a conversation they have in their like culture meetings. They're like, what do we want the future of Instagram to be? They're probably trying to keep that um, legacy of how it all started. All right. I would guess. Next, let's let's make these rapid fire ones because we're running right. long. I feel like we're about to make a whole other episode on this. Yeah. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on like hashtags? Do you do you do hashtags specific per post or like say for instance I've got a clipboard of certain is a certain hashtags I put on every post and then I add to it if I need to. I don't do that even though I wish I did. I I literally make them up every single time because I feel like that way I. It, it makes me think, what hashtag do I really want on this? Yeah. yeah. So that every I, single time I, I think about it. So I used to use largely the same hashtags on most of my posts. For example, if, they were leather, if it was a leather crafting post, I'd use mostly the same hashtags. But because I was stupid, I was just typing them every single time. <laughs> um, but now... And granted, I've talked a little bit about this. Like I'm much more specific and targeted with my hashtags. I'm literally thinking about like, is, would someone who is following this hashtag find this thing interesting? Like I'll use, I'll use very specific ones. And for example, like on my uh, light fixture one, I won't just use, well, I will use like maker and I will use 3d printing, but I'll also try to use like apartment living. And I probably wouldn't use that same thing on a wallet post. Um, or if something's a wallet, I would use like EDC um, because I find, and I've seen this in my analytics, that those much more targeted hashtags are more effective. I I find they're the only way to grow Yeah, from hashtags, like is yeah. to actually try and find the ones. Like when I did a succulent planter, I, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, it got put out there to succulent people who saw that and looked at my feed said this person I don't want to follow. Well, that was fine. They liked that one post and I was fine with it. And it's a, it's yeah. a cool way to be creative too. Like thinking about the things that are tangentially related. Like what are the things that people that are looking at succulent planters might be interested in? They would probably be very interested in like a cozy, bright apartment or, right. or something like that. Or they will probably a hipster. Uh, they might be a hipster. <laughs> so my wife's a hipster. We're all hipsters, right? Actually, we live in really have succulents. Hipsters so just has a thousand plans. Being a hipster has become mainstream. We're all hipsters. <laughs> um, but so, when you use hashtags, do you put them in the post or in the? Because I've noticed some people put it in a comment instead of a post. Yep. And I don't know why. Um, so basically, what it boils down to, there's two reasons why. One, some people feel like hashtags. Uh, sully their post or make it not as nice looking so they're doing it for aesthetics yeah. uh, i personally think i i try and if i'm going to use that hashtag and i use it as a word i try and use when i'm using the word i just put a hashtag in front of it because it just makes yeah, yeah. it way easier i only have to type it out once uh the other thing that is there's a character limit on how much you can write so yeah. you can only, and you can only use so many hashtags in a post. So if you do it as a comment separately, it just makes it so that you have twice as much, uh, like right. leeway. Those are the what I've researched 
and found out. There could be a million other reasons. I also put my hashtags in the comments. I don't know if I also is the right word because Grant, you kind of said you did both. Um, I never, no, I don't do that. Oh, I do do that. Because um, I learned early on that it works just as well as putting the post. And I guess I did kind of, I do kind of think it does sully up the post a little bit, especially if you share it to other platforms um, like Facebook uh, and Twitter. Then you have like all these, on Facebook, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, I guess it actually, on my Instagram, I put it in the post. On the Clamps Instagram, I put it in the comment. You should put. And it, I don't know why. You should put it in the post <laughs> um, on the clamp because it's not shared anywhere else. And uh, that's interesting. So Facebook now has uh, hashtags as well. Just yeah, so I'm know. sure they. Facebook has. Well, they should. Does it automatically make them hashtags though? Yes. Okay. But nobody searches for hashtags on Facebook because Facebook's a dead social media. Hot take. Anyway, moving on. Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Have you Uh, tried? You um, you have. So we all have a Facebook. And uh, I think actually uh, Maker Mackey has the highest number of followers potentially. Uh, I think I have seven. I don't even know. Uh, I think you have like 90 something. Maybe maybe Morley has more. I think he actually has 160. I'm pretty sure I got more than that. So I want to go a little bit on Facebook just for a second to say – why it sucks because as when you go to the feed and you try and find your last post you're like oh i i just posted something i just want to edit it right and that happens a lot when i'm i'm sharing something from instagram and i want to edit it on the facebook one because it doesn't pop over nicely like check the link in my bio i can just put a link on facebook so I I will try and edit it. It is not you have to scroll and scroll and scroll or you have to click on another thing it just it's very bloated. Agreed. It's so bloated. That's why it sucks. Yeah. And, I and don't I- use um, the Facebook app for my Facebook page. Me either. I use their secondary, was it business? Facebook business or whatever it's called. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Rapid fire. What's the next one? Um, how important is, say, sp- we'll say spelling, but spelling and like grammar. Because uh, like, really, uh, do you read Instagram posts? Because I don't. I do. Really, and I, unless yeah. I'm really interested. I find it very important because I'm one of those people who associates good spelling with intelligence, which is a stupid thing to do. And I realize but it's, what about, it's biased. Um, but what about like a clear like misspelling? Like say, like fat fingers misspelling. Not like you don't know how to spell, but you just like slipped. Then I think you're lazy. <laughs> Say so that you should read what you've written. And I mean, I put a lot of time and thought into my captions and my descriptions. And I'm, yeah. I'm like with Grant, I have that implicit bias of associating spelling with intelligence, which like we said, is not necessarily the most accurate thing. So, I mean, I think it's, imp- I like to, I want the people that read it to understand what I'm saying. So I feel like using clear spelling and grammar is a good way to do that. Yeah. Like I, I, cool. I kind of almost abandoned text lingo and talking to people. Like I'm just going to type out exactly what I want to say. I don't need to write. Well, except for LOL. Write, like, LOL. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's really hard because the other thing is like a whole bunch of, <laughs> and you just look like an idiot if you put more than four. Yeah. Well, it's, it's be, almost become a language on its own. It's like, LOL doesn't mean like I'm dying laughing. It's like, <laughs> it's a little chuckle. Yeah. 
so yeah, I mean, I think spelling is important for me. But I can also, I know there's lots of people who don't care at all. Like, and they'll spell their wrong and your and use the wrong your. But when I see that, I just see someone who's either lazy or, or incompetent. I don't know. Which. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I'll admit I, I misspell quite a lot and have pretty bad grammar. My wife always picks up on it. She's like, you did it wrong. People are going to think you're an idiot. Like, but I, I just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm lazy and always in a rush. Like I, you also don't I, yeah. have to make long drawn out, uh, descriptions like Jimmy. If you read Jimmy Duresta's descriptions in his YouTube videos and his captions on his Instagram, they're usually really short. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my, my YouTube descriptions lately have just been a list of like my previous videos, hmm. which I've seen a few people do that. Yeah. So I just copied that. I don't think that strategy works. I'm just put that out there. Yeah. I, I just I just do it because I can't be bothered to make up a description because I am not good at writing descriptions. I, then you don't have I'm, to write one. Just say, "Hey, yeah. this is my video. I made this." Exactly. Hmm. But all right, well, we can. Sorry, did you want to dive into that a little bit? No, I was uh, forgetting my place on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting a little long in the tooth, so um, <laughs> I will thank our Patreon supporters. Um, shout out to Leroy from Big Rock Timberworks, who is cheers. our prime. Yeah, cheers to that. Who is our prime F Clam supporter? Thank you very much, Leroy. If you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com/clamp, and if you support us there, you get access to the after show, as well as the pre-show that we sometimes do, and secret photos and things. It's a fun time. We talk about all sorts of stuff. Lots of drinks. If you want to know what we're drinking, that's the pre-show. Yeah. We talk about in the pre-show what we're drinking for the day. Um, no reviews this week? No accents for me to do? No, no reviews. All right. Well, guys, leave reviews. I need to expand my accent repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> Even like leave fake reviews. It's totally cool. Go on iTunes, create an account, leave a fake review with a random country. Um, it's going to be fun. And try and like see if Morley can do a Scottish accent. See if he can do a an accent from Russia. Like, go for it. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah I want to do more. So do that. All right. Clamendations. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. I actually have um, I have two this week, and the only reason I have two is because one of them is really not maker related or anything at all and is very specific to people in australia so i figured i should bring on another one for people that can actually use it um so my local supplement store is called beast mode supplements and i just like the service they provide is just absolutely amazing and i feel like if you do listen to this in australia they might ship worldwide actually i'm not sure but if you're in Australia and you take supplements, really look them up and give them a go because they're just amazing. Um, other than that, my actual clamp mendation is, did you guys see Ethan Carter designs um, <laughs> drill holder that he put up on Instagram? Yes. Yes. I thought that yeah, was really cool. So cool. So cool. It's not, not quite uh, enough drill bits to accommodate my 107 billion <laughs> drill bits, but uh 
but the the pro like the thought process of it though like the thought of making tool holders and stuff from epoxy that can go on those sort of walls is such a great idea mm-hmm. yeah so, i agree yeah very nice link that up in the show mm-hmm. notes yes uh what about you grant oh me well this week is another this will be a triple uh, the triple clampmendation for Alj Hackshack, uh, because <laughs> this week he like I really feel like he, when talking about strategy, and this is actually why I put it in here, is because I think like his his idea is like you, you have to know me to to want to click on one of my videos because I'm not going to give you a title about what it is, and you're going to have no clue what it is from the thumbnail. So in this latest video, it's called the title is A. Um, and it's like uh, men in black themed. Uh, that's what the the A is, you know, like how they take away your name and then you get assigned a letter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So that's why it's called A because he makes he turns some water pistols into like super soaker style water pistols into and he like paints them up so they kind of look like men in black style uh, fun things. Um, and then he builds a secret door. Uh, and I think that it was just a kind of cool, fun thing. And I think you have to, you would never, ever click on this video unless you knew who Al was. And even then you have no clue what he's going to build based on what he says, like based on what's in the video. I actually think you would like once it gets enough views, because you're going to, you might see that in your recommended you're like, Oh, what's this cool thumbnail that's just called a, I want to see what that is. Like it's, it's very intriguing. But I think that's – yeah, I agree if he can hit that that like yeah, viral video category. But a lot of it like to get there, you have to have something that people click on. And so they are only clicking if they know who he is. Like it's just a weird – like I think he's got the, the strategy of if he could make it, it will soar far. But there's a lot of times that it's just going to crash because yeah. – it's just an interesting strategy to take and trying to anyways. Uh it's a really cool video and he uh, made it a secret door. And secret doors are always cool. Awesome. I love secret doors. I haven't I saw it in my feed today. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I really want to. I will. Sweet. Well I think when I say that thumbnail is like the Avengers or something. It's uh, mm-hmm. Men in Black, so it's pretty close. Yeah. Is Men in Black in a is it Marvel or is it its own thing? I don't know. No idea. I want to know now. We have to know. It's Marvel. I already looked it up. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. I'm the Google master. You are. I don't even know why I bothered <laughs> typing. I knew you were going to get it before me. <laughs> it was, uh, so originally it was a Malibu, but uh, Malibu comics, nobody knows what that is. And later it was Marvel. All amalgamated into the mega corporations. Yeah. So, um, the path, my clamendation. The past few months, Eden and I have been reading the Harry Potter series together. Um, from the beginning, it was a big part of both of our childhood, and we were like, "This will be this would be great." Like we've never experienced the series together, um, and it has been great. It's According been like, to your last video, she just reads it to you. You gonna believe everything you see online? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I will have you know, I do much better voices, but. I need my voice needs a rest sometimes, so she takes up this slack. <laughs> uh, we just finished Goblet of Fire, and 
apparently the Harry Potter library, the Harry Potter books are in very high demand in the Toronto public library right now. So it's a bit of a lag time getting the fifth one close friends and family, um, don't have it. So we were like, well, I guess we can watch stuff again, which we haven't done in a while. We were, before we started this little rabbit hole, we were watching Ozark and we were, we're in season three and I was like, ah, like Ozark's great, but I'm not in a state of mind right now where I want to watch something where at the end, I'm just like, oh my God, that was so heavy and like kind of depressing. Like I wanted mm-hmm. something a little more lighthearted. So we were looking through Netflix and, um, I was like, oh, I've heard good things about The Last Dance, which is the documentary on Michael Jordan and the 97 Bulls. Oh, I knew I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are like really into sports and I'm the one among my friends who is the least into sports, if at all, as in terms of like watching spectator sports. Um, but I was like, oh, I mean, I've heard it's like objectively good. And I always love stories about like successful people and their mentality and how they got the way they were. So we started it and it's awesome we watched like two episodes the first night we watched like one and a quarter last night um yeah i mean i think it was last week or the week before that i recommended how i built this it's kind of the same reason why i really like that i those stories about like very high level people and all the drama that goes into it like it's just crazy in sports how much of a mind game it is like these guys are all top level athletes but just their mindset and the culture of the team plays such a big role um and it's it's really well made i'm really enjoying it i we're i, I haven't finished it but yeah. i Have really want to watch it i haven't watched it the like growing up the bulls like obviously were the team right yeah. like how like, how old were you in in 97 grant i was 13 Okay, so this was like you must have been right, and I was super into basketball. And my brother, who's six foot four, uh, I thought one day I might grow up to be that tall. I didn't, Um, (laughs) but I was super into basketball, thinking like I'll I'll hit that growth spurt any day now. Uh, And (laughs) basketball was the only sport I actually enjoyed playing. But uh, my height uh, at the final five foot eight said, "Sorry, that's not the game for you." Uh, but the Bulls were the team like I would play on like a little Sega or whatever, play the NBA jams. And you like you always pick the Bulls. You always picked Jordan Pippen. Right. Like yeah. that was like your two team, like two on two was like NBA jams. You get on fire, like throwing the ball. Anyways, I really want to watch this. It sounds awesome. Yeah. One of the just one last thing on it. One thing I find really amazing about it is that like they go back and they interview his high school coach, his college coach, and it's really incredible how like even before he was the basketball player that he was on the Bulls, people were like this guy is like no one I've ever seen before. And that was before he had put in all the work to become the Michael Jordan that we know. It's it kind of blows your mind. So yeah, check it out. Good show. Thanks, sir. All right. Well, the world is, I'm sure, chomping at the bits to know that Clamp does now. <laughs> Grant, I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's not me. It's not, it wasn't even It him. wasn't even me. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what I meant to say was, TF Turning, you make a wonderful theme song. We love it. It always <laughs> pumps me up whenever I listen to Clamp in the shower and I hear that song with the crack 
Uh, I don't listen to Clamp in the shower, but I was listening in the bathroom earlier. I was, I was listening to Because We Make the other day and it finished and then one of our episodes came on and the music started. I'm like, I know that music. <laughs> and then it took me a second to realize that it was our, our um, podcast. You know, it's a great theme song because it's, it's quippy, it's recognizable, and it like it really pumps you up. Yeah, when you hear it, you know what it is. Yeah. I love it. So shout out to TF Turning. Um, yeah. Yeah, check it, check them out. And I'm sure the world will be chomping at the bits now that Clamp does now have a Twitter. We are at the Clampcast. <laughs> With it was a it was a struggle to get this off the ground, but we did it. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm gonna start uh tweeting a bit there, maybe get some questions before episodes if people have things that uh they might want us to talk about, get some feedback. Uh yeah, it should be fun. So now we're really on this with our like way over takes Instagram. Yeah. Well, you know what we need? We also need a TikTok. So Morley, if you can get on that. No. And uh and we'll just put our sound bites up on the TikTok. Why not? And uh <laughs> what's the other Snapchat? I'll I'll start a Snapchat account and uh we already have MySpace. Well, we already have one. MySpace. Let's get a Foursquare. <laughs> yeah. We'll get a Vine, even though you can't get them anymore. Yeah. I have an ICQ account. I oh, can, <laughs> did, does anyone I like re- how we all skipped just getting a YouTube channel. Let's get a Club <laughs> Penguin. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know what ICQ is? Uh, no. 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 Well, is that like they're... a, a MMORPG? No, it's a. Uh, it was just a chat, uh, like a really old, like when dial-up internet was a thing. It was a chat program. Cool. And anyways, you you would be assigned a, a number, and like like I, MSN Messenger. It was like MSM. It was before MSN Messenger. Right. But so yes, uh, I can sign into that and rename it Clamp. Why not? If anyone wants to find it, it's one five four seven three. I can't remember it anymore. <laughs> used to be like oh, I right. have a really sh- I have a small number for an ICQ number because I had it because I'm an old person who was on the internet when he was young. Back when right, Jordan was that? was playing the on the Bulls, I was on the internet. We're doing that thing that normally happens when we get an hour and thirty minutes in our episodes, and we're getting delirious. So, um, yes, Adam, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me makeamackie.com and on Instagram and YouTube, makeamackie. And where can people find the great Alexander? Well, I would suggest they go to thegrantalexander.com, and that's the only one I'm going to say this time. I want to see that traffic numbers go up. That's my strategy. <laughs> All right. And you can find me at Morley Kurt. Links in show notes. All right, guys. See you. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye. been waiting a long time for this same nice see i i would have waited but it was just it was begging me to start early Ooh, have you had these side launch no i've i've heard of them but i haven't had one this one's uh a wheat beer i'm a big fan of wheat beers i'm not oh. <laughs> what's like what are your top varieties uh, so if I were to go with the top ones I drink, 
or I want to drink is a lager. I like lagers. They're like super easy to drink. But if I'm only having one, if it's like you can have one beer and then you're not having any more for the rest of the night, then I'd probably go with like, I don't know. Depends. In the winter, I'd go with a stout. In the summer, I'd go with an IPA. Gotcha. But not like a crazy hoppy IPA, like a medium 